Hey, what's up everybody? This is Stephen Glenn, the creative director here at On Target Living, and today I have a treat for you. So as you probably know, Chris came out with this book, Rest, Eat, Move, this past year, and it is incredible. We've had awesome reviews and great feedback, but there's one thing missing, the audiobook. Don't worry, we have you covered. It's available on Audible, as well as the On Target Living app with a subscription. So you've got a couple ways to listen to it, all 35 chapters, and let me tell you, as someone that's listened to it at least 50 times myself in the editing process, there are so many incredible takeaways. You're going to want to read it at least once and probably several times. So anyways, let's dive into this. Here's Chris Johnson reading his own book, Rest, Eat, Move. Enjoy. Section 3. Rest, Relaxation, and Rejuvenation. Chapter 10. Stress and Health. Running from the Bear. Adequate rest, relaxation, and rejuvenation practices are among the most powerful tools for optimal health and performance, but are also among the most neglected. I tell my clients that if your goal is to build muscle and get in better shape, we can only train as hard as we rest. Having enough rest is the secret to optimal growth, health, and performance. More than ever, people are overtraining, overworking, overbreathing, undersleeping, and underspacing, all leading to underresting. Without adequate rest, the human body breaks down very quickly. As a world continues to speed up, it becomes increasingly challenging to balance life's priorities. Work, family, friends, and time for rest. Life's demands are in hyperdrive, leaving less time for self-care. As we try to do more, the need for rest increases. To do more, we must do less. Before jumping into strategies and tactics to bring more rest and rejuvenation into your life, the first topic is to address stress. Stress can wreak havoc with our blood pressure, change our metabolism, damage our brain, destroy our gut health, create inadequate sleep, impact our sex life, stimulate under or overeating, and cause our health to go sideways. Let's begin with a greater understanding of stress. What is your definition of stress? Take some time. When we look around the house, the car, the office, or the grocery store, can we touch stress? Can we grab it? Can you point it out? It's very hard to get our arms wrapped around this thing called stress. Everyone has experienced some type of stress in their life, and there's no hiding from it in the future. One of my good friends and colleagues, Dr. Phil Nuremberger, explains common misconceptions around stress. Here's a few myths Dr. Phil talks about. Myth. Stress is something that happens to us. Truth. Stress is our reaction to the things that happen to us. Myth. There is good and bad stress. Truth. No expert has been able to define the difference between good and bad stress. No one benefits from stress. Stress harms us every time we create this monster. Myth. To achieve optimal performance, we need stress. Truth. Stress inhibits performance. Nothing is more powerful than a calm and clear mind. We need challenge 
We need arousal. We do not need stress. How stress has changed. Once upon a time, our stress came from trying to survive from predators, finding enough food and water, or protect ourselves from elements. Then our stress progressed into fighting diseases such as scarlet fever, yellow fever, typhus, smallpox, and the bubonic plague. Today, over 80% of our medical expenditures can be directly linked to stress. The stress we now are facing can trigger a much deadlier class of diseases that are directly related to prolonged stress. Our nights are filled with worry, leading to diseases that create slow accumulation of damage, such as cancer, heart disease, poor digestive health, autoimmune diseases, and poor mental health. Occasional acute stress can be extremely beneficial, kicking our bodies into higher gear and making us more able to ward off imminent threats, like running from a bear. However, prolonged or chronic stress, the kind of stress that can last for days, weeks, months, and even years, is the stress that is killing most of us. Life provides many stressors, how to pay the mortgage, pressures from work, relationships, and stressful events that are most often manifested in our heads. These are the type of stress that can suppress our immune system, disrupt our digestive system, destroy our lymphatic system, and much, much more. Stress is physical. When we feel threatened, the fight-or-flight response immediately kicks in. Breathing becomes short and rapid, heart rate increases, and blood pressure elevates. Pupils dilate and hormones are released throughout the entire body. Muscles contract and digestion shuts down. The immune system becomes compromised. Stress is a physical response to a stressor. Stress has a physiological impact on the mind and the body. Too much stress over time can take its toll. Stressors. A stressor can be defined as anything that moves the body out of balance and into the fight-or-flight stress response. Regardless of the stressor, heat, cold, lack of food, lack of water, or an encounter with a bear, worrying about paying the mortgage or funding retirement, or a problem with a coworker, if we feel threatened in any way, the body will elicit the same stress response. The human body is superbly designed to handle acute stress. We are not designed to handle prolonged or chronic stress. How has stress changed for you over the last year or two? Most stress is what we say to ourselves. Over 2,000 years ago, the great philosopher Epictus taught that people are not disturbed by things, but the view they take of them. It is not what happens to us but how we react to it. Pain and suffering come from the stories we tell ourselves about the future. We cannot choose our external circumstances, but we can choose how we respond to them. Most of the stress today begins in the mind. It is not the stress we experience when we run from a bear, but it is the chronic emotions of worry, frustration, and anxiety that trigger the stress response from these stressors. These are perceived threats. When we feel threatened, whether it's real or perceived, the body reacts in the same way. Have you ever perceived a threat that never came true, but experienced the physical stress that went with it? 
Most of our stress today comes from what we think might happen, not what actually does happen. The Train of Terror. Years ago, we took our middle school aged kids and a few of their friends to the Cedar Point Amusement Park in Sandusky, Ohio. As we approached this mega roller coaster theme park, we could see the Millennium Forest ride from miles away. The Millennium Forest stood over 300 feet tall, and I called it the Train of Terror. My son and his friend quickly announced they were not going on the Millennium Force. My wife added that she was out. My daughter and her girlfriend asked me to take them on the ride. I immediately said yes, but had no clue what I was getting myself into. As we approached the train of terror, I was becoming extremely anxious. This beast was over 30 stories high. While standing in line, I could barely breathe. My heart was pumping out of my chest. My palms were sweaty, my stomach was in a knot, and my body was trembling. I was completely a mess. The anticipation of getting on this ride was tearing me up physically and emotionally. Mr. Positive was not so positive at this time. At this stage in my career, I had no training or skills necessary to reframe my focus and control my mind. As we stepped on the train of terror, my daughter and her girlfriend were screaming with delight and had no idea how scared I was. The train of terror quickly ascended straight up 300 feet, paused for a second at the top, and then plummeted back to earth at a speed of 93 miles per hour. After the ride, I was exhausted. I felt like I had been run over by a truck. My hair was a mess. My shirt was soaked with sweat. I had never experienced this type of anxiety or fear before. It left a mark that was hard for me to understand at the time, but has also helped me have a better understanding of how powerful the stress response can be, especially if we do not have the proper training to control it. The human body was not designed to be in fight or flight on a daily or regular basis. Only acute stressful situations where the real danger lives. It is not the acute stress that we need to be concerned about. It is the day in, day out, prolonged or chronic stress that is breaking us down. Two mistakes when it comes to stress. First, we overestimate the threat. We worry about having enough money to pay the bills, public speaking, threats at work, threats to family and friends, and threats to our health. These are the threats that are easy to overestimate. We need to give ourselves some time to step back and dive deeper into the threat and determine what we can do to feel less threatened. How can we reframe the threat in our mind? What is out of our control? What is in our control? Learning to reframe threats is a skill and takes practice. Second, we underestimate our ability to handle stress. We can all learn skills, strategies, and practices such as how to breathe properly, get a better night of sleep, consume foods, and do exercises that help calm the mind and body and include rest and rejuvenation practices essential to help us recover and become more resilient to stress. The Science of Stress It is fascinating how the mind can trigger the fight-or-flight response. Here's a glimpse of what takes place in the body when the stress button is pushed, especially if it's pushed too often. Autonomic nervous system. 
Imagine what it would be like we had to think about our heart beating or taking a breath while we sleep. The human body is truly amazing with all its connected systems and processes. One of the most remarkable is the autonomic nervous system. The autonomic nervous system acts as the control center in the body by regulating the heart, digestion, respiration, perspiration, pupil dilation, and sexual arousal, as well as many organs and muscles. The autonomic nervous system is divided into two parts, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The role of the autonomic nervous system is to synchronize the two systems and maintain balance throughout the body. Our role is to create the self-mastery to control our nervous system. Sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight. The sympathetic nervous system acts as a gas pedal. This is what most people think stress is. When we see or feel a threat, the fire alarm goes off and the entire body goes into high alert. It's all hands on deck. Stress hormones such as adrenaline and cortisol are immediately pumped into the body to get us ready for fight or flight. Our heart rate and blood pressure goes up, muscles contract, digestion shuts down, and the immune system is suppressed. When we run from a bear, we do not need to waste energy digesting food. Remember, it does not matter if the threat is real or perceived. It is all about our reaction to it. Fight or flight can be extremely beneficial when we need it, but chronic dominance of the sympathetic nervous system breaks us down physically and mentally. Nerves are overstimulated, inflammation is increased, and muscles become tight and sore. The mind is easily distracted, sleep becomes broken, feelings of chronic agitation make it difficult to relax, digestion suffers, immune system breaks down, and our health suffers. The body responds as if it needs to run from the bear. Running from the roar. For our 20th wedding anniversary, my wife Paula and I took a wonderful bucket list trip to Tuscany, Italy. Tuscany is an amazing place with beautiful rolling mountains, vineyards, and countless small towns that have not changed in hundreds of years. We stayed at this incredible hamlet where all the food was grown right on the property. And on our first day, we decided to explore by taking a hike up into the hills nearby. As we approached the top of the mountain, we stopped to admire the spectacular view of the valley below. Out of nowhere, we were blasted by the loudest roar I have ever heard. We were absolutely petrified, and we instantly experienced a fight-or-flight response like never before. I quickly recognized that whatever made this sound was going to be a problem. Paul and I quickly hustled down the mountain and lived to tell a story. We found out later that the powerful roar came from a wild boar. Fortunately, we never encountered it face to face, but we will never forget the fear we experienced hearing its roar. Parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest. If the sympathetic nervous system is the gas pedal, Think of the parasympathetic nervous system as the brake. The parasympathetic nervous system activates rest and digest responses. Our heart rate and blood pressure drop, muscles relax, and blood vessels dilate. Brain waves slow down and pupils constrict. 
Digestion increases. It helps calm us down and relax for extended periods of time. We all probably need more rest and digest in our lives. If the parasympathetic nervous system becomes too dominant, we begin to lose muscle tone, and it may become difficult to get out of bed in the morning. We slowly begin to lose our juice, become emotionally flat, and can even experience states of depression. We may begin to lose interest in our passions and feel tired much of the time. Procrastination can become our favorite pastime. Chronic dominance of the parasympathetic nervous system depletes and atrophies the mind and the body. This is called the possum response. Restoring balance. Some experts suggest we have little control over our stress response. That may be true in cases like running from a bear or avoiding a car accident, speaking in front of a large crowd, being under the gun for an important work deadline, or having a tough conversation with a colleague can also elicit the stress response. Most people and organizations believe stress is out of their control. The truth is, we actually have much more control over stress than we think. It is the perception of the threat and the distorted reactions to it that take its toll. It does not have to be this way. We can learn how to have greater control over our reactions. The human body is designed to cope with stress. The sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems typically perform opposite functions but work together to create harmony within the body. The sympathetic nervous system is essential in small amounts to provide greater focus, energy, and drive. Unfortunately, in our overstimulated world, many of us are forced into unsustainable overdrive. If we have been running at a top speed for a long time, we eventually need the brakes to slow us down. If we've been riding the brakes for a long time, we eventually need to step on the gas to get us moving again. Remember, most stress is what we say to ourselves and how we react to our inner dialogue. While most actions of the autonomic nervous system are involuntary, many others, such as breathing and heart rate, can be influenced by our conscious mind. Rest and rejuvenation practices are essential to quiet the sympathetic nervous system response and transition to a more parasympathetic response. Learning how to balance the nervous system is essential for a healthy mind and body. With a little breathing practice, we can lower blood pressure, decrease resting heart rate, improve digestion, improve hormonal balance, relax muscles, and quiet the mind. Nasal breathing balances the nervous system. The fastest way to trigger the parasympathetic nervous system is to change how we breathe. More detailed information on breathing will be discussed in Chapter 12. Nasal breathing is one of the most powerful strategies to balance the autonomic nervous system. What is great about this strategy is that we have access to it 24-7. This exercise is one of the fastest methods to quiet the mind, relax the body, and bring balance. Try it now. Alternate nostril breathing. So again, this exercise, I do not want you to be driving in the car right now, but it's simple. So take your right thumb and close your right nostril. Keep your mouth closed and breathe only through the left nostril for one inhalation and one exhalation. Three seconds in, three seconds out. Then take your right index finger and close the left nostril 
and breathe only through the right nostril for one inhalation and one full exhalation. Repeat this sequence three to eight times. This is an incredible exercise to quiet the mind and relax the body. Daily movement acts as an antidepressant. Another powerful strategy to rebalance the nervous system is daily movement. Movement stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system and is an effective way to get the mind and body back into balance. I will go into more detail about movement in Section 5. Stress and Hormonal Balance Hormones are chemical messengers that coordinate physiology and behavior by regulating, integrating, and controlling our bodily functions. Think of the hormonal system as an orchestra made up of many skilled musicians working together to perform beautiful music at Carnegie Hall. All our hormones work hard to bring balance and harmony to the body. We are bombarded with commercials for problems related to hormonal imbalance, including low T, menopause, hot flashes, increased belly fat, low thyroid, poor bone health, and erectile dysfunction. Hormones, like other systems in the body, are greatly impacted by stress. It is critical to understand how stress affects them. We need to ask better questions. Why do we have such a problem with imbalanced hormones? Let's begin by understanding a bit more about the intricate workings of our hormones. Hormones affect every system in the human body. Here are just a few ways they work their magic. Hormones stimulate and inhibit growth, affect our mood, increase or decrease immune system function, and regulate metabolism. They control our reproductive cycles and prepare the body for new phases of life, such as puberty, parenting, and menopause. Hormones also prepare the body for mating, fighting, fleeing, and sexual arousal. They also play a big role in our hunger cravings. Sleep to improve hormonal balance. A 55-year-old male client asked me my opinion about hormone replacement therapy. His doctor had recommended it in response to his low testosterone test results. My client was not sure what path to take. As was discussed earlier, good answers are found in asking better questions. What was he experiencing? He reported low energy, increased belly fat, little or no sex drive, erectile dysfunction, muscle loss, and was just not feeling good. His doctor told him that low testosterone causes most of these symptoms and that testosterone levels decline with age. How well did he sleep? He said that his sleep has been poor for many years and that he'd been taking a sleep medication for two years. We went over the basics of hormonal balance and how stress and lack of rest impact building hormones, including testosterone. During stage three, deep sleep, the body goes into full repair and hormones, including testosterone, are released. Without adequate sleep, hormones and health can easily get out of balance. How was his stress level? When asked to rate his stress level on a scale of 1 to 10, he rated himself an 8.5. He also experienced it on a prolonged basis, working too much and feeling like he was on a hamster wheel. We discussed the impact of prolonged stress on hormones, especially cortisol and testosterone. If the body's in constant alarm mode, 
Stress hormones such as cortisol dominate and steal from building hormones, including testosterone. Some health professionals refer to this hormone shift as cortisol steal. This prevents building hormones from repairing vital body functions. What medications was he taking? He'd been taking acid reflux medications for more than 10 years. I explained that most of these medications leach out valuable minerals, including trace minerals, selenium, and zinc, that are essential to helping the body build testosterone. He had also taken a cholesterol-lowering medication for four years. We discussed how statin medications block the production of cholesterol, which is the backbone of all building hormones. It also blocks the production of CoQ10, one of the most powerful antioxidants produced in the human body. Was hormone replacement therapy the best path for him? We decided the place to start was a holistic approach to his sleep and stress, beginning with many rest strategies outlined in this section. To address some of the underlying causes of low testosterone, we also discussed pursuing effective nutritional and exercise strategies to improve hormonal balance and overall health. Stress and eating. Stress can influence why we eat, what we eat, when we eat, and how we eat. People often talk about being a stress or emotional eater, being addicted to carbs or eating unhealthy foods when they know they should not. Many people eat not just out of nutritional needs, but out of emotional needs as well. The duration of stress can have a huge impact of what we eat, when we eat, and the amount we eat. During acute or short-term stress, the body releases the hormone CRH. One of the main jobs of CRH is to suppress appetite during acute or short-term stress. We do not worry about our next meal while running from the bear. On the other hand, when the body is stressed for hours, days, weeks, or months, the body secretes another set of hormones called glucocorticoids. Glucocorticoids increase appetite to help us recover from the stress response. For many people, glucocorticoids also increase the storage of that ingested food. When the stress beast is knocking at the door, it does not mean that we have little or no control over our appetite. We actually do. Understanding stress and having strategies to deal with it are essential for optimal health and controlling our appetite. Stress and health essentials. Big picture. The human body has an amazing ability to heal and self-correct if given the right resources. Over 80% of our medical expenditures are linked directly to stress. Stress is physical. It affects our heart rate, blood pressure, brain waves, hormones, and most importantly, our health. The sympathetic nervous system is our fight or flight response. The parasympathetic nervous system is our rest and digest response. It is the imbalance of the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems that leads to poor health. A healthy and vibrant immune system requires a balanced nervous system. We are superbly designed to handle acute stress, but we are not designed to handle prolonged or chronic stress. Ask yourself, how do you define stress? Do you sometimes overestimate the threat? Do you have the tools and strategies to manage your stress response? Small steps. Review your answers about stress in this chapter. Recognize physical signs of stress. When you feel stressed, stop, evaluate the threat, 
and reframe it. Get enough sleep. Practice the nasal breathing exercise. And lastly, move your body daily. <laughs>